My mom spent $25,000 on a fortune teller to find love. So I screamed at her, no one wants you. Am I the a-hole? You know, uh, there's this little thing, Sam, called ROI. Return on investment. Yeah. So if I if I catch me a big fish, uh, this you know the CEO of 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 Kraft Foods, mm. and this I this, love how that's your your idea of the the perfect relationship, the perfect man. Uh, hey, he's gonna he's gonna provide for me. Uh, you know he's how much money. And then, oh, and then I divorce him and take 50%. Ooh. That, listen, that, that is, is ROI. That is the greatest 25 grand ever invested in history. Yeah. Let me tell you something. So don't knock it until you invest 25 grand in the fortune teller. And then knock him. Up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this might be a bit messy because my brain is still in shambles from what I just learned. But I'm trying to just make this all understandable. We're off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, we are. You always know it's good when it starts like that. So three years ago, my 21 female mom, 47 male, split from my dad, 53 male. Good decision, really. Me and my siblings, who are 17 gender fluid. We've never heard that one before. We haven't? Yeah, we haven't. And 14 male were honestly relieved to have him out of the house for a variety of reasons that are not essential to the story. Around that time, our mom told me and my older sibling that she had been in love with a teacher from the school that I went to, and my siblings still attend for nine years, 12 by now. We will call him G. G. Because Ooh. he knows how to hit that G spot. Oh, goodness. Yeah, seriously, pick. might want to pick a different name. <laughs> Why? A different, a different letter. It's so perfect. It is so perfect. Honestly, he's great. Both me and my sibling encouraged her in pursuing a new relationship, and they actually started writing emails back and forth. That's cute. That's so cute. Old people writing emails to each parent, other. Parent-teacher love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Through an email. Dearest Melanie, it has been a fortnight since I spoke to you last. <laughs> Seeing you at the parent-teacher conference filled my pants with blood. <laughs> my member right was strong. It had the force of a thousand Spartans bulging beneath my pants. If I was to grade your paper, I would give you a D because <sighs> then you would take the hint and get tutoring from me and we would turn that D into plunging into your A. Oh, goodness. Dearest, I will love you forever. Mr. G-Spot. <laughs> yeah, that's his first name. Mr. G-Spot. G. Mr. Last yeah. name is Spot. Spot. G Spot. Yeah. It's G. Spot. G Spot. It went semi well for a while, but she started to become impatient. I don't even know how else to describe it, but to me and my sibling, it felt like a descent into a legit madness. She is sort of a compulsive liar, and over the course of a year, I wonder why she ended up divorced. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the compulsive lying? It's a mystery, Sam. She is sort of a compulsive liar, and over the course of a year, she started to come up with more and more outrageous white lies and plans in order to get close to G. It was the only thing she could talk about. Girl needs a hobby. She really does, though. I didn't mind it in the beginning, and I tried to be supportive, but her entire mood started depending on those emails. <sighs> She was either sulking and pity parting for herself if he took a while to respond, or she was scheming how to get him into her life the way she wants him to be. Red flags. Red flag. Red flag city. Six yep. flags right here. Six yeah. flags magic mountain. Six flags crazy X mountain. Oh, yeah. 
I'm talking hours and hours of running the same circles with her and discussing nothing else until late into the night. To the point where me and my siblings were trying to manage all her emotions. It was unbearable and it started to freak us out. We were barely recognizing our mother anymore. Damn. G-Spot just, just knows how to get these girls. He, he makes, a, these, makes these moms go crazy over yeah, here. Yeah, man. Fuck, I want to admit. I want to meet Mr. G Spot. Is this uh is this man driving moms everywhere crazy? Is this is this young gravy? Is that Ooh, what the G stands for? Oh, it might be. Maybe he's a teacher on the side. I'm just saying he's teaching something. We were barely recognizing our mother anymore. G wasn't all too comfortable either. Apparently, after a little over a year, he sent her a message that basically shot down any further contact. So G's like cutting oh, her off. Man, I, I have a feeling this is not going to end well, Sam. I think she's going to go bad shit. Yeah. I'm going to go bad shit. I think that's where we're going. The first thing I thought when I heard about it was, oh shit, how am I going to get her to cope? Yep. Heroin. It was then that I learned that in love is not the right way to describe what my mom is feeling. She is obsessed with this man. Stalker level. Foaming at the mouth, obsessed. And for months, I spent every second that I was alone with her going over the words of this last goddamn email, listening to her theories and speculations and whatnot. It got better after a while when I managed to establish some boundaries. But my mom fell into a borderline depression then, and I felt guilty for abandoning her with her feelings. Still, I thought she was getting over him. She thought thought it was was all getting well. We always thought. Why are you thinking? Stop thinking. Yes. Turn that brain off. A few months ago, the big change happened. Apparently, apparently, a woman out of G's social circle called our home and told her that he has feelings for her, but he is worried about his integrity as a teacher, blah, blah, blah. Oh. So he's into it. But he's worried about his position as a teacher. Yeah, because and the students still go to the school. <sighs> okay, this is getting dicey. This is getting spicy and dicey. I was shocked when she told me because I would have bet on a restraining order over a confession. <laughs> when I say it was like a shark smelling blood in the water, I am not exaggerating. There were the plans again, the theories, the obsession. She even memorized his schedule to run into him. And she wanted me to help. That's crazy. That's insanity. That's crazy. Holy shit. She semi blackmailed me slash bribed me into an agreement and then held my inaction over my head all the time, expecting me to come up with a perfect plan for her. So she wants OP to be like the co-conspirator. And OP is like, yo, I'm not going to help you stalk this poor man. She's like, hey, you're a teenager, right? Get all your teenager friends in a Scooby-Doo van together to solve the mystery of why he doesn't love me. And OP is like. I think I solved the case. (laughs) He just doesn't love you. It's it's over. There's nothing more. No matter how much I tried to argue with her and hold her back, I could have tried stopping a moving train and it would have been more successful. All that is relevant about this, though, is that she sent G another lengthy email that was just, God, I don't want to say pathetic, but it was. (sighs) I really want to read this email. Me too. Release the email. Release it. 
Today, then, my sibling tells me she saw an email in our mother's inbox from a woman that calls herself a spiritual therapist or some shit, basically saying she is a medium. We know that because my sibling remembered her name and we Googled it. I had such a bad feeling about this, but my gut was screaming at me like never before, so I logged into her email address from my phone. She once gave me her password in case she forgets it. And there were messages with this guru lady going back all the way to when G dumped her, which is so like these fucking spiritual. Oh, it's charlatans. so predatory. It's so predatory. Oh, when I read those emails, I was shaking so hard. I almost dropped my phone. Almost $25,000 for this fake ass bitch to connect with G's subconscious. What the fuck? She spent decades paying off her mortgage with my dad. She cries to us about having money issues to the point where my 14-year-old brother had qualms about asking her for a new school backpack Mm. because he felt guilty. God, Mm. I am so livid just thinking about it. And the best part, the phone call from G's acquaintance wasn't real. It was what that doctor told her about like G's subconscious. No, I found literal quotes in the emails of things my mom told me the woman in the phone call told her, but it was all that money hungry scammer. Oh, on one hand, I am so angry at my mom for doing this, but I also have extreme pity for her. This guru took advantage of a desperate, vulnerable state and is stringing her along with half ass shit, costing my mom thousands of dollars. What my mother needs is actual effing therapy. I am completely at my wit's end, but I know this can't keep going. Anyone who can give me advice, please, please do. It feels like the floor just dropped out from underneath me and I am scared of what will happen next. So the TLDR, my mother is obsessed with a man and when he shot her down, I just found out she turned to a guru. She is about $25,000 in debt on a minimum wage job with two kids to support help. So the question is, what should OP do? And also, have any of you ever had experiences with the clairvoyance, the psychics? Mm. And do you even believe in that? And have you ever had any experiences that would either cause you to believe in it or cause you to definitively not believe in it? Definitely drop your supernatural stories below. Drop I want to see this. Right now, Timmy oh. tap in those comments. But uh, John, what do you think? Like, what should OP <sighs> do to save her mom from financial ruin and get a possible restraining order? So... I think the thing here is like something is I think the mom needs a specialist. The mom needs someone who understands mental health to be able to sit down and like figure out what's going on here. Cause like this is so beyond like spending $25,000 with a loan to talk to a medium about this guy. Like this is just, it, we're just so far gone. It's 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 insane. So like, in a way, I do feel for the mom because I feel like there's just something going on that she can't control. That's my mm. my guess, you know. Um, but like, it's super super massively unacceptable. Like literally, they're like, she has these kids, and you know, like Opie said, like if 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 her son is you know scared to ask for a backpack, which like I mean probably like. If on the cheapest end, like 30, let's say 30 to 150 bucks or something like that. I mean, 
that is not a great position to be in. No, no. Car- caring for two kids on minimum wage, not a great financial position. So what do you in. tell the mom? I think, I think that's what you say is like, you, you need, you need help. Like, no. like we, you, you need to talk to a professional and do not reach out to this guy anymore oh my God. and let's get therapy. Yeah. Like you can't, I, I think, yeah, maybe the first step is like, yeah, just like however you can get her in. And then maybe, maybe there's some sort of, you know, I, I, I have no idea where to begin on a diagnosis or whatever, but maybe a professional could give her a diagnosis. And along with that, what could be done to help her understand and see why this is so insane and why yeah. she shouldn't do this. You but know what I mean? It is freaking insane. Oh my God. I mean, like, I, and what so annoys bad. me is like these like fake psychics are, are such like they prey on people. Yeah. Like there was, that, I remember, um, there was that girl that got killed by her boyfriend and it was like a hiker and I think it was like Gabby something, mm-hmm. but there was all these, uh, like TikTokers that were like, I'm a psychic and I can see where the bones are. And it's like pretty bad taste to oh, glob onto a missing that is person. So disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think it's rife with uh, charlatans, but maybe there's a few clairvoyants in the mix that are that are actually legit. But uh, that's actually where I'd love to store some some stories from the the OK gang. Like, Definitely. have you had experiences with fake psychics with real psychics? We want to know your stories. That's true. Uh, and the only way we can get those stories, Sam, is through our beautiful comments section. Mm, we love our comments and we love especially the comments of our public subscribers. That's right. I'm going to read some right now. These come from the video evicted from my own house called the Satan Worshipper and Secret Affairs, our weekly recap episode. This comes from public subscriber Saul Rangel. Congrats. I don't know how I got to your show, but I'm pretty sure I was driving and just for fun, I started listening and boom. I'm hooked. Keep up the good work. Hooking you like heroin, baby. That's right. Thanks, Saul. Um, oh, and Nick Collins commented below. Same. Exactly how I found them. This one comes from public subscriber Amani Burton. Buying a house with a spouse that you're not married to is not good financially. Amani, thank you for your take and your advice. And we love the stories, advice, and just general musings of all of you beautiful subscribers out there. So publicly subscribe. Drop a comment. We just might read it. We'll see you soon. My friends are furious at me after I saved a girl's life. They're mad because of how I administered first aid. Am I the a-hole? Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen Incredibles where Mr. Incredible like saves that guy after he tried to unalive himself? Yes. And then Mr. Incredible got sued. Bro, I saved your I've life. I've always empathized with the guy that, that was suing <laughs> Mr. Incredible. He's like, he didn't ask for this. Come on. Yeah, come on. What 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 happened to consent, guys? Like, what are yeah, we doing yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Don't save my life without my consent. Yeah. Sam, if I'm if I'm just like Do not give me mouth to mouth. Yeah. If I if I'm if I'm choking and dying, just just leave me be, Sam. I I, I don't leave want me it. Be. Don't touch I me. I don't want it. I didn't ask for it. Just leave me the frick alone. There we go. <laughs> Problem solved. I will sue you. I will oh, sue yeah. you. Oh yeah. From, and from all the, the supers will be donezo. That's done-zo. right. We're going to send no them to supers. an island. We're going to fight a robot. Oh, God. We'll be dead. An island. Epstein? No. Yes. No. Epstein. Only. Well, Loki, if, if, if uh, the original if, Mr. Incredible. 
Elastigirl's there. Oh, Elastigirl. This is incredible. Right? Yes, that is Mr. <laughs> incredible. Are you, she, you saying know what? She's that just on AI. Elastigirl's on Epstein's Island. You're you're going to Epstein's Island. I'm saying I'm. Is that what being I'm hearing? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hearing, hey. I'm hearing you condone Epstein <laughs> if Elastigirl's there. I'm, I'm like, hey, let me pick you up. I'm, I'm, I'm island hopping. Let me just, you know, scoop you up on the way, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll find our own island. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know if it's easy to scoop her up, dude. Girl's got a dump truck. That that is true. That is true. You you need uh you need like the you know like the caterpillar construction tools to like oh lift yeah dead to lift ass. that thing up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's uh let's get into the story, shall we? So this happened the other day. I, 23 male, was at a pool party at my best friend Greg's house. There was also a slip and slide setup, and people were using it, having fun. My friend Amy used it and screamed. Ah! Good scream, John. Good scream. Good scream. The whole party turns to her and she's clutching her chest. There is blood pouring out of her hand. Oh, my God. Okay, so turns out she had slid over a rock on the slip and slide and cut herself. (sighs) That is. Oh, so I'm in nursing school. So I run over and ask to see the cut. She pulls her hand away. And I see that it doesn't look too serious, but it definitely does need some attention. Yeah, it does. Oh, goodness gracious. It needs a little special attention from (laughs) your boy. (laughs) So I walk Amy into the house and I grab the first aid kit. I pause for a second and ask her if she's okay with me helping her with this or if she wants to do it herself because of where the the cut is. If you catch my drift. Where's the cut, John? Uh, On a booby. Wow, this is the most like, like sophomoric episode ever. <laughs> just like dumb, dumb young bro energy we've we've ever That's what we exuded. Are. <gasps> and she says, no, I trust you and I want your help. So we go into the bathroom. Oh, goodness. you go into the bathroom. Oh, oh, baby. I look at it more closely to make sure it isn't more serious. I put some Neosporin on it and I bandage it up nicely. Amy, thank me and we go back outside a couple women come up to amy and ask if she's okay and one of them sarah gives me a dirty look and they kind of lead her away i go back to where i was sitting and greg sits next to me and he says yo uh some people are talking some shit out here about you what they talking i did my best to defend you but i figured you should know that they were talking shit about you helping amy wait the only guy like down to bandage up this lady and he's getting the shit what like let her bleed out let her die in peace you know what i mean just let it go like elsa let it go like elsa I asked him what he meant, and he told me that Sarah was saying that it was creepy how I, quote, sprung into action when I saw an opportunity to play with a boob, end quote. (laughs) Oh, man. What? And a few of the other women and one guy agreed, and they were making fun of me. I was pretty upset about that, but I didn't want to make a scene, so I just ignored it for the time being. Yo, that's so whack. Later that day, I was sitting by the fire pit, and Sarah was sitting across from me, and nobody else was around the area, so I asked her why she was making fun of me for helping Amy. She said, well, I guess that was a little mean of me. Like, I'm sorry that I did 
did that. But I thought it was kind of weird how you just saw her boob was hurt. And then you ran up to her and insisted on helping. I know you're in nursing school, but I think you should let a girl He's literally in nursing school, bro. <laughs> He's literally being paid to do shit like this. Well, Sarah adds at the end, uh, we all know first aid too. Then why you? didn't you spring into action? Huh? I thanked her for her apology and I don't like confrontation. So I just said, all right, I guess I'll keep that in mind from now on. So Sam, there is an update and I think we get a little bit more closure, but uh, juicy? How, how it's, uh, I think it's, uh, might have a little, a little juice, um, maybe a little milk. Um, <laughs> but how are you Let's feeling so squeeze. far? What, give me, give me, what's your, what's your assessment right now? How are you feeling? And let I me know everyone in the ridiculous. comments. I mean, like, like if Amy agreed to have him care for her, then that end of story, right? I think like, that's, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I would love to hear the update. Like what's actually going on here? That's right. I would also like to hear if anyone in the audience has, have, has ever had an injury on one of their more sensitive areas oh. and how that was, how that was taken care of. So I called Amy. Got some more info. I asked her how the cut was healing. She said that it was healing well and that she was keeping an eye on it. And then I asked her if she knew about the things that Sarah and the others had said about me and what Sarah had said at the fire pit. Turns out Amy had no idea. Hmm, curious. She said the other women were asking her if she was okay and what happened and all that, but she assumed they were just worried about the injury, not my helping her. And Amy was absolutely pissed and went to the friend group chat and tore the people that were talking shit a whole new booty hole, especially Sarah. Good, good. Mm. That's such a dick move to like, yeah. like, like OP was trying to do something nice and for the friend group to turn it into something weird is like not cool. Sarah and the others apologized to me in the group chat, but Amy kept going and said that I shouldn't accept their apologies because they sat back and talked shit on the one person who stepped up and helped her. Amy also asked Greg not to invite Sarah to the next pool party and Greg readily agreed. A few of the others tried to say that was too far, but Amy just told them to shut the F up and do something next time someone's hurt instead of sitting on their big old booties and insulting me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think I have two questions for everyone, Sam. Uh, I want all of you yeah. beautiful viewers of this. I want to know, do you think OP was the a-hole for, you know, <laughs> helping? And But I, B, maybe is is Amy being an a-hole here? Is is her retaliation her too much? Too much over the line. Uh, Sam, I will pass it to you. What do you what do you think here? What do you what do you think? Well, I think telling Sarah that what she did is not cool is important. Totally. Not inviting her maybe is a little bit too much because it like she's probably it, it, like I think Sarah, it seems like was just doing it as a joke. Yeah. Not being serious necessarily, but it is a like kind of a dick move. So I would say, hey, Sarah, that wasn't nice of you. You know, this person OP is doing something like actually kind what did you do and you know I, I i i want better behavior from you at the next pool party that's Ooh. that's kind of what i would i, I would approach it. i would i wouldn't like and in, not invite her forever yeah i feel like if i'm trying to empathize and put myself in 
uh, Amy shoes, it's, it's not really that necessary to, you know, go that hard. But maybe maybe also Sarah is just kind of like not a good, you know, maybe Sarah's cool just a dick friend. This is yeah. Maybe yeah. this is like this is representative of other behavior. Could be. Could be. Um, but we definitely want to know the thoughts uh, that you have in the comments. Speaking of comments, we love hearing the comments of our public subscribers. Oh. Yeah, we do. And on the video, my sister offered me 200K to sleep with her husband. Mick ASMR says, hell yeah, get that money. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. And so this is about like uh, basically uh, a, a OP, 25 female, agrees to be a surrogate for her sister and her husband, late 30s, but is regretting it now. Public subscriber BK Nov says a syringe would be fine. Not worth ducking brother-in-law. They have 200K, but want to save on artificial insemination. So maybe that doesn't really make sense. And then public subscriber Prism Quartz put the time code 452 and said, dang it, you guys got me. That's what we're trying to do. Get you yeah. all the time. Make you laugh. Make you sing. Make you cry. But mostly the first couple descriptors. <laughs> anyway, I mean, what we love is we love hearing from you. So make sure to publicly subscribe and we just might read your comments. See you next time. Oh, God, I'm in vain! Oh, no, Doctor, is there anything we can do to save our boy, John? He needs five cc's of Spotify review stars, stat! There's only one way we can do that. You, listening right now, go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. We're losing him! I'm so sorry your podcasters are dead. But now, now we're, we're ghosts. ghosts! Rate us five stars or we'll haunt you forever. Do it.